Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Zoe, how are you? <laughs> Jay! Oh, mate, I'm missing you. I feel like I'm getting like pangs of anxiety because I haven't like cuddled you for ages. It is uh, weird. It's really weird not seeing you like in, in person. But... Although um, Dolce said to me the other day, he was like, how many times a day are you speaking to Georgia at the moment? And I was like, I actually love her more than you. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day been? Fine, it's been really nice actually. We've just been playing in the garden. I'm just looking at the garden now and it looks like it's been ransacked. So I'm not looking forward to going out there and tidying it up. But it's been really nice. Yeah, we've just literally been playing in the garden. We went for a nice long walk um, this afternoon, you know, like when it gets a bit too much and you're like, oh God, actually we need to like get out of here. Um, And that's it. How about you? Yeah, I think we've had really similar days. I just feel so grateful for having a bit of outside space. It's, it's, I just, my heart goes out to anybody that that doesn't like it. It must be agonizing because at least we can kind of go out, you know, shut, shut the doors to the house and just like have them contained in a bit of greenery it's not it's, you know it's not a big place but it's, it's like it's yeah it's amazing to have and like we got the paddling pool out today the kids were all running around nudie rudy spraying each other you know it was oh, just, it was a crazy yeah. day of trying to entertain three children under six who all require different levels of um attention like kit kit you know obviously kit like he turns two in a couple of weeks time so all he wants to oh do God. really is like cover himself in mud and like bite people um <laughs> constantly watch that and then you've got isla who's like into her arts and crafts and wants to be creative and then luna's kind of wanting to do bits and pieces but can't quite follow through with either task does that make sense yeah, she's somewhere in the middle, isn't yeah. she? I found that with Axel. Like, he wants to do everything himself, but he can't quite do everything himself. Yeah. So it's like, it's quite a challenging age, actually. I, I can, yeah, I get it. We're, we're at the same point. But are we also, I bet you didn't do this today, did, well, the, did the knit treatment on the full house again? No, we didn't. But I tell you what, when the knits come, I'm going to be an absolute expert. I know everything there is to know about knits now. <laughs> In terms of stuff that we've put out on Made by Mummers. Um, on our Instagram, this was probably, I'd say, in the top three um, responses given. Everybody has got an opinion on what you should use to get rid of knits. And the top one, Nitty Gritty, that came out on top. Everybody said, you need to get Nitty Gritty. You need to get Nitty Gritty from Amazon. And also people were saying that they hate tea tree oil. And I didn't know that either. So obviously, I've, I've ordered a bunch of that. We even had to do Doz's head this morning. And he was like, can you see them? I was like, yes, I can. This is awful. Don't. I mean, Axel is definitely going to get knits, isn't he? Because of his hair. 
that's going to be the one incentive for me to cut it off <laughs> bless you How, don't, please don't because it's so beautiful every time I see him with a top knot I'm like that guy that guy he calls himself Griezmann which is like uh, I think he's a footballer who plays for like Barcelona or someone like that I, I, I don't know a, a European footballer called Griezmann and um, he wears one of those hair bands so he just like chants Griezmann Griezmann well at least we get him to wear a hair band so that's, that's the way what are you doing for the Easter weekend? Um, I think we are, well, obviously we're going to be at home, but I think on Sunday we're going to do a little Easter egg hunt in the garden. Um, just, I mean, I've actually got loads of eggs. Like my mum basically buys eggs in February. You know, when you see them in the shop and you're like, who is buying eggs now? My mum is buying eggs. Your mum is a legend. (laughs) And she basically like just stores them and then distributes them to people nearest Easter. So that's what we're doing. If you could send a couple over kind of Surrey way, that would be amazing because in typical me form, I haven't bought mine yet. They're doing them on Deliveroo. Listen, we should get into the chat because you and I were just natter on all bloody day long. This was a conversation that we had before the corona pandemic. Uh, so before the outbreak, before the lockdown, before we knew what was coming, um, we spoke to a, a really incredible woman who had just become a mum for the first time. Uh, her day job, opera singer, um, and um, and then was suddenly thrown into new motherhood. And actually, the really wonderful thing about this conversation, G, if you remember, if you kind of cast your mind back, was how brutally honest this yes. was yeah I think it's really um it's really hard to remember those that proper newborn bubble and so chatting to um this guest right in the center and the middle of that newborn bubble and just she you know she was talking so candidly about everything that was going on in her relationship you know her her feelings towards everything this conversation is really nice if you're going through it right now but also just to help cast your memory back yeah to cast your mind back exactly and um and actually we all need a bit of of this woman in our lives because you know what i think we go through the first six months of motherhood going no i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and then shutting the door and then bursting into tears. But she just came out and was like, do you know what? I am fucking fine. I am far from fine. I feel like dog shit. Uh, today's chat <laughs> is with the brilliant Laura Wright. So um, the reason that I know that I'm going to love talking to this lady that's sitting opposite us today is because the first thing that she asked me was, if I swear, is that all right? <laughs> and of course it fucking is. You can say what you want on this podcast. Um, today's guest is somebody that both Georgia and I have uh, followed personally for, for a while, uh, trained as an opera singer um, and has been singing at various sporting events around England and the globe for a very, very long time. She's a first time mum to... 12-week-old Ottilie. Yeah. Oh, who's here in the who's studio? Who's here in the studio so with if us? If you hear any little baby noises, then Or big baby noises. Or big baby noises, yeah. Uh, today's guest is Laura Wright. Welcome. Hello. 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 Thank How you, you so doing? much for having me. I'm, yeah, really good. Absolutely delighted to be here. Thank you so, so much for letting me come and have a chat with you both. Oh, mate, we're oh. just we're just so happy you're here. Now, obviously, when we ask a first-time mum who's 12 weeks into hell how they are, the response is, oh, no, yeah, no, I'm fine. But how are you? Um... I, that's why I was asking if I could swear because the first thing that comes <laughs> into my head is it's just a bit of a head fuck basically yeah. yeah um I am totally trying to just figure out who I am at the moment basically um with a baby and I think that goes for me and my husband as well because his like role has totally changed um in our in our life and 
we've just been used to being us and we've got a dog as well which might not sound important as such to to some people but actually having a newborn and then another kind of living thing that's relying on you is just it is it's a total head fuck it's just like trying to get my head around everything that's changed um what, what I I feel like you kind of mourn for your old life that you had before yeah. and then you feel guilty for doing that because you've got this incredible thing that is a mixture of you and the person you love the most in the world um but sometimes you just think like you know I don't even know what I'm doing who I am and and obviously you have all that support around you but I just find it super hard sometimes to say oh you need help now before we get into this because I think it's I think there's going to be a lot of mums that are listening to this that are just nodding their heads, you know, <laughs> yeah. first-time mums. But talk us, uh, sort of tell us about what life was like uh, for you before. So your career, you've always worked, you've always been a singer, um, travelling around loads. So just kind of talk us through that moment where you decided, right, I'm going to have a baby now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, absolutely love. I'm, I'm super, super driven with my career, like almost kind of to the point where it's to my own detriment sometimes because I just I love being busy. I love trying to be successful and trying to be someone and, and leaving a legacy in, in whatever whatever I do. And so I was performing lots and um, enjoying meeting so many people. And I don't think you really think about, you know, not worrying about getting home to someone or, or actually in this case, she just is coming with me everywhere, of course, at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, and you just don't even think about about those things and I was recording albums and and I got signed when I was 15 years old so it's literally all I've ever known um and yeah and then obviously got married in 2018 around Christmas time and I got pregnant quite quickly after that and I think now I look back on it I think we talk so much in jest about like oh I hope I'm not pregnant and you just don't even think of the gravitas that that kind of that moment has in your life do you yeah so true isn't it exactly and I think as well you think oh we'll have a baby and in your head you think oh it'll be lovely because we'll be a family and it will be you know really fun and everything you don't actually (laughs) think about everything that comes with it and no one really tells you about that I don't think and I, I it's almost like I have to bite my tongue sometimes when friends will say you know like oh we had a bit of a scare and I'm like fucking watch it like I just want to say to them like we're dead on with my eyes being deadpan being like just be fucking careful okay because obviously you don't you don't think about it do you and then I mean fine when I found out I was pregnant I came downstairs and I went to Harry I was like I'm pregnant and he was like are you happy I was like yeah yeah I am happy are you but happy then, yeah and then yeah. I said are you happy yeah. you okay and it was like like you say your voice goes incredibly high and didn't know what to feel what to think and yeah, it's yeah just... this is an interesting subject because I think we want to point out as well because you know if you are listening right now and thinking what do they even enjoy being mothers of yeah. course we enjoy being mothers yeah. and of course it is kind of unsaid that it is the best thing that can ever happen to you in life it changes you for the better you become yeah. more of a person but your whole life flips on its head and nobody prepares you for that exactly and just how much your life does change even if you're one of those people in your head that thinks oh it won't change that much I'll just be the same that I was before but with kids it does change it really really does and no matter how much how hard you try for it not to still going on date nights still getting out of your mates you are different oh and it's it's just the thought process that goes into it I I I think what happens to me at the moment like I said you know I'm I wanted to be brutally honest if I was going to come on and do a podcast talking about it because I don't want to be that person listening who's like well you're not really being honest because that's not how I really feel you know and I think you know have you struggled yeah oh my god massively like there's not been a day gone by where I haven't been sat there crying but like you say then she'll smile and in the last couple of weeks because she's 12 weeks today she's starting to 
react to what I'm doing and that is just like oh my <laughs> Lovely. god it breaks your heart in the way that you're, I didn't even know that I could waste so much time looking at something that is to you obviously as you're their mother like that is just so perfect um and that is incredible and and it means that for everything that's happened so far in that day you forget about it don't you because something mm. wonderful happens that like you get mm. a smile or you know it might be a fart and it might be really funny <laughs> we'd be like they've pooed or they've burped. it's like a little celebration like take, taking photographs of a poo to send your right? husband yeah. look <laughs> she's done a big poo chicken karma it used you to know. be sexy topless pics and now it's just yes. shitting in a nappy <laughs> long gone are the dick pics yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's yeah thing of the past so take us back so you um, you said that your little one was three weeks early so yeah. talk us through the moment that you realised you were going into labour so um, I had oh this is funny um I had three gigs left and they were um quite big corporate gigs so I was singing right up until um, my due date and then the night before the first of the three gigs so three days in a row my waters broke and you know how people are like oh it's nothing like a movie it's just a little trickle oh my goodness it was like whoosh was it really? yes it was like a movie it was like how they said and I was like so I wasn't Where expecting were you? that I was in bed I'd gone to bed and it was literally like the sound of a champagne cork and then I was like, oh my God. How does that sound? Like, just like a, like a, <laughs> genuinely. And, I, and then obviously I realised what was happening. And I said to her, I was like, I think my waters are broken. He was like, oh my God, what do we do? And then we basically, I went to the toilet, sat there, and then he rang the hospital, did all the things you do. And then we basically wandered around the house for about 10 minutes being like, what do we do? I don't know. We haven't prepared for this. Uh, when- what was happening to you at this point? Were you having contractions? No, I was just like sat on the loo, kind of, you what know. What were you hoping the baby was just going to... No, no. But there was obviously more kind oh, of yeah, yeah. residue. <laughs> about thought Harry just turned around to you and went, no, you just sit on the loo in case there's any... Stay there. <laughs> <laughs> in case she comes into the yeah. world in case she flies oh, out goodness. yeah no so then we went to hospital checked me over and said you know the standard go home rest uh, paracetamol whatever paracetamol yeah yeah exactly that's where the fun and games <laughs> began uh, listen to your body that's a good one that yeah. didn't work for me at all and then we stopped at the supermarket on the way home and stopped up on Lucasaid and things like that and I was like oh I'm getting a few kind of periody pains but didn't I, you, you, when you haven't had a baby yeah. you don't know what to expect you don't know what a contraction is going to feel like no, no matter no. how much you read no matter how many people you talk to or how many opinions or advice you don't know what it feels like and everyone has a different pain threshold of course as sure. well and a different body you know so I think then we got home I went upstairs and he put an iPad on and like literally put like a film, a movie on to relax me. Went down to make a cup of tea um, and a hot water bottle and then just heard me start making cow noises, basically. Mm. I just heard like this, <laughs> like, a, like a motorbike in the distance. And, he, and then Rocky, the dog, had a face on that, if you could see my face now, it was like, his ears went right back. He came upstairs and then he kind of went downstairs and was like, I'm going to stay out. I'm going to stay out of there. <laughs> did they, did, were the contractions quite intense quite quickly? Really quickly, yeah. Um, which was very similar to what my mum had had. So I've got three older brothers. So I was one of four and she said uh, all her labours were really quick. Um, so then she was on her way because I had my, my husband and my mum in with me when I gave birth. And when she arrived, uh, Harry was like, well, there's sort of four in 10 at the moment. But we rang and they said, no, come in in a little bit. Not yet. So he was a bit confused. And my 
I said to my mum, I was like, I feel like I want to push. And then she was like, I think we should go now. Like really high pitched again. Yeah. yeah. Da, 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 da. How long does it take to get to the hospital? <laughs> um, and then we whizzed to the hospital and they were like, you're eight centimetres. So gone from nothing to eight in wow. like just under two hours. No so really way. quick. Yeah, really quick. That's wow. why I was in a lot of pain as well. Uh, then went into the um, birthing room, had some water. And then when I got into the water, uh, slowed it right down. So the next like four hours, I was at eight centimeters and not allowed to like push. And it just was really, really tough that bit for me. And then an hour and a half of pushing and she came out. Did it. you have any, what sort of drugs did you have? I had, so like when I got out of the water, because I was like, this is not helping. I was having gas and air at the time. And then I had pethidine oh, yeah. in my leg. Oh. I asked for like a mild, the mildest dose. Because again, I said to Harry, I, I really didn't want to have anything too kind of high in terms of the, the pain relief. But at that time, I was so tired. It just, it meant that I could sleep through the contract, like through the gaps. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I was at 10 centimetres. So, wow. yeah. Wow. And then, yeah, Sue, the midwife, came in and was like, right. And I was like, I like you. You're great. She was like, we're going to do this. I was like, okay. <laughs> How incredible are the midwives in yeah, that moment? Yeah, they are. I mean, I, I was like completely out of it the first time with Luna. Really? A couple of days of labour. Like, it was pretty intense. And we'd finally got to that moment where I had the epidural. You know, they'd given me everything that they could. And yeah. I was ready to rock. And apparently I just started trying to have a conversation with one of the midwives about holidays to Portugal. And my husband was like, Dozel was like, will you shut up? Stop trying to converse with her about Portugal and just get this baby out. Get like, on with the job. So you look really tan. Where have you been? Yeah. Was like, shut up, Zoe, and just push. <laughs> We've been there for a long time at this point. Yeah, but you do. You have the weirdest conversations, oh I think. God. And did you guys, I don't know if you felt like, I felt like a super person afterwards. I felt like a superwoman. I've, I did, did the second time around. The you? first time around, I think I felt like I'd been in some kind of bad accident. Oh, God. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where all oh sorts God. of things had gone wrong. But no, second time I did, I felt amazing. In fact, some of my mates were going to see Dream Boys that night and I messaged the them like... Thing? Yeah, the stripper thing. And I messaged them being like, you know what, I could probably come. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's that thing where you have that moment. Like delirious. Yeah. Like, I was just on a complete high. Yeah. I thought, well, actually, I could go. Why, why I, can't yeah. I go? It's weird, isn't it? Because during it and before it, you get all these kind of... Some people don't, but I did. Um, uh, and I think maybe you guys did as well. A bit of anxiety around the labour. Yes. Oh, you yeah. don't know what to expect, especially first time round. Yeah. No one tells you. I mean, people tell you the, the horror stories, but actually you don't know yeah. that you can trust your body to get the baby out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's like, it, it, at the time, it's horrendous. And now I'm looking at it and thinking, well, we're not going to have any more kids. I'm not going to go through that experience. So that That's quite sad. Does that make you, yeah. I was going to say, but, do you feel? Yeah, it's sort, of, it's sort of coming around in waves again that actually I want to go through it again because I know it'll be different. Yeah, that's true. Like actually. you're, if you decide to have another one, it's very early for me to say that. Your eyes just went, oh, yeah. shut up. But, but yeah, it will be a different birth. No, I know. I know. I'd love another baby. Definitely. Um, I think it's just important to let. Well, for me and maybe some other people who are listening, it's important to just get back to you or what is totally. the new you because you yeah. are different. Yeah. And I think that's what I've learned over the past 12 weeks amongst many other things is that instead of saying, oh, I want to get back to the old me, I just want to be me. I just want to feel like me. And if that's different, that's fine. And yeah. hopefully that's better because there are so many things I've learned already. And, you know, like we were saying earlier as well, there's been so many moments where we've Harry and I have laughed and we have we've cried together and we've laughed together and, and he has been amazing and I just thank my lucky stars that he's around so I think you know one of my friends is is doing it very much on her own and I, so I sit back and go 
you're my hero, you know? Oh, There's, yeah. She's my absolute hero. Anybody that does that, and we, we sit here and moan about how tough it is, but imagine doing it night after night yeah. on your own. Exactly. Really hard. And it's great that you guys have got each other to kind of talk about that. What was the, what was the moment like after baby that you decided, right... It's time to do the deed again. I mean, you don't need to go into details, oh, but how was so that? I really moment wanted for you got- to. Did you? I really wanted to, like, probably three or four weeks after. I kept getting, like, fanny flutters. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think there's lots of things going on. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had that. And I literally, like, but for the weirdest reasons. And so I was like, this is really strange. I don't know if this is sexual or not. This is just my body being really weird. It's just the stitches. <laughs> it's just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. No, I, I, luckily I didn't have any stitches. And I remember Sue, this amazing midwife, basically said to me, she was like, you've got space for this baby to, to give birth naturally. And that was amazing for someone to give me that confidence. Wow. Because yeah. I think you are absolutely petrified at that point. You just don't know what's going to so happen. So no tearing at all. No, I had a graze, she called it. Yeah, so, that's what I had the second really? time. And I think it's the midwife. No, you guys have got massive families. <laughs> yeah. Got massive yeah, vaginas. You do. Yeah. It must be that. <laughs> that's what you think though, right? No, but that is true. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> that is what you think. But obviously just the body does different things. It can yeah. do amazing so things in that moment. I can't take that back now. Just got it's a tiny fanny over here. <laughs> Mini, mini fanny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah so, so let's talk about you wanted to do it very early on but you waited yeah I I, well, I think it was probably a month maybe five weeks we waited I think that's quite early is it I think it's quite soon yeah because yeah. there's always this thing about the six week check isn't there the yes that's mark. it and yeah. I think people try and have that in their head like okay we're going to do it around that mark yeah so yeah I mean, but do you not think as well like I think now because she's becoming more I say that she's fast asleep thank Aww. you Ottilie I love you um <laughs> they become a little bit more active during the day and they're not sleeping as much when they're you know when she's brand new I suppose you actually have a little bit more time with your partner right which is so I suppose in that sense as well you do have that time where you could you know have that moment together and and have you know well a whole evening if you like give or take the sleeping and the feeding um but I think also I was trying to like learn how to breastfeed and all that kind of stuff at the same time so I was very much like don't touch my boobs yeah you know there were certain rules that were in place this is just this is an interesting one as well again that Georgia and I have both breastfed but only I need we well, we did it for the time that we did it for, we did. and we're very proud of that. Yeah, but exactly. it wasn't, in terms of a, a, a very long time, it wasn't. But I definitely feel differently about my boobs now. And even when my husband kind of goes in to like, you know, because they're, they're an erogenous zone. And it suddenly just looked down at them. I'm like, oh, I'm just not sure. Mm. I'm just not sure. Yeah, it feels so it different. It feels so different yeah, now. Definitely. They're I, like, they, they're there for milk. Yeah. They're there for a purpose as opposed to just kind of hopefully for him to think they look nice. I'm trying to find the sexy again in the boobs. Yeah. Take my bra off a bit more. You've got to, I think, but they just look so different. Yeah. And they feel so different, I think. I I mean, some people are are blessed and their boobs don't look any different after, which mine definitely do look different. (laughs) But even it is about the feeling and the the connotations as well, like of, I don't know, I always have that in my head, like of breastfeeding and they just don't feel like you're just saying like if someone else goes near their nipple with your mouth you're like I'm associating this with my baby yeah that's exactly and that's not a turn on yeah yeah. yeah. so what can we do about that because I'm I'm two years down the line and I'm still I, I sometimes stand there in front of the mirror and I'm like I just make myself look at them look at my breasts and I'm like this is what I've got this is who I am this is what I you know I, I'm trying not to be embarrassed so by them but the, yeah but but it's it, but it's hard 
You know, my husband said to me the other day, he was like, are you going to take your bra off at yes. all? And I used to, you know, I used to sunbathe on the beach topless. I'm just not sure whether I do that now, but I really want to find that place where I'm comfortable with them again. I'm sure a lot of women go through this. I think also that's where, you know, you understand why there are so many different styles of lingerie now as well. Like, yeah. I think for me, I, I definitely know when I go to that point where I'm not wearing a maternity bra anymore, I'd probably go and buy myself like some lacy, yeah. really nice, like just nice material, still comfortable, but something that you're like, I feel really sexy. And there isn't necessarily a need to be like, I'm getting undressed and I feel really sexy naked. I think for a lot of women. For a bit of time, you could keep it on. and Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I think that's that's. I know that's kind of what that's the route I go down for sure how that makes me feel more womanly and sexy and less motherly how are you feeling about your body not not because this is more about how you feel inside rather than how you think you look oh it's a really big subject for me and Harry even said to me before I gave birth he was like you're going to really struggle with the way you feel about your body um purely because I'm really insecure about my body beforehand anyway. I've always have been. So, but then the other side of it is that I love my exercise and my fitness and my sport. And that's been a, played a big part in my mental health. So I know I'm a happier person when I get to the gym or play a team sport or just I'm even around people in that environment. It just works for me and it it does for some people and doesn't for others. Um, So I knew and Harry knew that for that first like month to six weeks where you you can't even think about that. You can't even, going for a walk and getting yourself out of the house is a big achievement when you've got a baby. Um, I was just beating myself up about it. I was just thinking like, when am I ever gonna go to the gym? How am I gonna do that with a baby? all these questions just flood into your mind and then like you say you might look in the mirror and be like my body is so different like Mm. my waist has changed my bum has changed my you know everything feels so different and I think it would take a really long time for me to figure out which bits of my body I want to sort of show off now I think we all get so used to as women being like that's the shape that suits me Mm. you know you grow up and you're like oh that that neckline suits me that suits me I'm a small boobs girl or I'm a big boobs girl or I'm a bum you know you get used to what makes you feel good and I think you basically have to start again don't you yeah which isn't a bad thing I love that you said that yeah and it's almost like finding the new you isn't it yeah and I mean, you just said about getting back into exercise and getting back to the gym. So you're, you said that you don't feel like you. So do you feel like going back to the gym or going back to a group sport would make you feel more like you or yeah. does make you feel yeah. like, more like you? Yeah, definitely. So I, so obviously I am a big fan of your podcast and I listened <laughs> to what you saying about having a mumspiration. Mm. That for me was one of my friends, didn't even realise it until I was listening to one of your podcasts and, and thought, oh, that's that person for me. And I didn't kind of acknowledge her in that way, but she's got two boys I trained with her three times a week before I had Ottilie and she just was so chilled about it Mm. and she was just like you know if you get 10 minutes done in the gym great if you get 45 minutes done great if you don't get anything and you just chat to me and you feel good when you leave great yeah that has been really hard for me to learn but I think it's actually been really good to learn that and I would actually say as well even just getting yourself to the gym or wherever you want to go even to the park for a walk is a massive achievement and I I have to stop beating myself up about it if I don't do more and everyone else has to as well because the chances are they're going to do a big shit before you leave the house or (laughs) you're going to need a shit you can't put them down (laughs) or you know what I mean like things just go wrong and that's where I at the start I would get to that point everything would be going really well and then something would happen and my whole world would fall apart yeah because I made one mistake and I still get emotional when that happens what now do you, what do you mean by mistake 
like as in something in my mind that's gone wrong so something I've done wrong either I don't know why she's crying or I've what would I call a mistake so many things because you don't know because there aren't any rules and your baby's different to everyone else so you might think that someone else will suggest something to help you and actually it doesn't help you but then you feel like you've done something wrong because they said it worked for them and it didn't work for you but you know they're just trying to be helpful everyone's just trying to help one another we're trying to talk about it have an open conversation but at the end of the day it's it is about you and what works for you and what works for your baby I think yeah and also like you said you're going through the biggest change in your life ever and I don't think there's enough light on how that is going to make you feel afterwards we don't give it enough airspace people are not saying to us you're going to have a baby it's going to change your world completely and afterwards you're going to feel not like the old person Mm. very very different now how can we get you over those hurdles to finding the new balance within yourself not enough light is shed on that in my opinion and we're just but I mean I remember having um even even having Kit and it was like home from the hospital right bang another baby in your life just get on with it I know people still sending me emails and I was trying to do this and I was just like every like ah I wanted to scream and pull my hair out and go hang on a minute can I have some space to breathe here please I need to figure out who I am Mm, and how I'm going to cope with all of this and the baby blues you know and the stitches in my fanny and everything else that was going on with me at that that, that moment you know it is like you said earlier on a real head fuck and also I think you know there's I think the lead up to giving birth you're focused on the birth that's yes. all you're thinking yes. about. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, I'm pregnant. And, oh, you you know, you're like, oh, you're blossoming as a pregnant woman. You're like, oh, what a beautiful great. bump. What beautiful bump. Oh, is it a boy? Is it a girl? Or if you know, that's great. And if you prepared the nursery and all these lovely things, and I'm going to get some nice muslins. And yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm going to look great breastfeed. <laughs> and, you know, the the reality is that the, the hard work and the realisation of everything starts the moment they come into the world. Mm. And... It, I mean, also it does for me as well, because she's obviously so young at the moment, it does bring back memories of that moment. And there is no greater moment, I think, for me or for Harry when that baby arrives. It, however that baby arrives, it's just like, it's just madder. It's the, the love that you just didn't even think could exist. But you're so planned and prepped for that moment, then it's like, boom, a bus hits you. Yeah, the and responsibility. Yeah. yeah. So, like, and that's... Maybe you're on your own for the first time for a full day. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, uh, Harry, my husband, took kind of mixed... He didn't take paternity leave. He just kind of did odd classes because he's a mobility expert. So it's like he could go and work early for a few hours and come back yeah. or he tried to mix it up. But even that time, I'd be counting the minutes till he was home and I could just be like, please take her. I just can't... I can't even focus. I can't even have a shower. I can't go... I can't do anything. And then you think... How am I going to survive? How am I, I going to manage? Talk us through the shower because we discussed yeah. this on the phone yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Do you remember when I was talking to you and, and you were like, as soon as Harry gets through the door, I go, here's Ottilie. Yeah. And you go to the bathroom. What do you do? Get in the shower. Turn it on really hot. <laughs> the longest shower of your life every time. And every time I have to talk myself being like, you've got to get out. And I can hear her getting <laughs> crying and I can hear her getting antsy. And I can hear him be like, it's okay, Ottilie, it's all right. And I'm like... Oh, I just want to, you know, in those movies where someone sits in the corner in the shower and just lets the water come over them. It's like a baptism. Yeah. I remember actually what funny story about my best mate as well messaged me. It's something people don't talk about after I'd given birth. She messaged me and said, have you done a poo yet? Oh, yeah. And I was like, I am absolutely petrified. No, I haven't. And she was like, yeah. 
enjoy that. Good luck. I was like, yeah, good luck. Yeah. I was like some sort of post-traumatic stress going for a break. <laughs> it's because of all the drugs as well. You just don't get sorted for a couple of weeks oh. after that. No one tells you that part. No, no, they don't. Or when your milk comes in. Oh, and yeah. the engorgement and the pain. <laughs> the pain. And some people don't experience any of that, you know. Oh, I so did great. tenfold. Did you? What did you use? Cabbage leaves? Uh, <laughs> Cabbage leaves, yeah, I did that. Yeah. And they cooked. Yeah. They cooked. I took them out and they were cooked. Started going, like, started going wow. wilted <laughs> under the heat. Multitasking. Anyone for steamed cake? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've made dinner for yeah. all of us. <laughs> no, I, I tried. So Ottilie was uh, jaundiced. So we were in hospital for a week, which was quite intense because uh, she was also tongue tied. Mm. Um, so she couldn't feed uh, from my boob. She couldn't latch. So basically, I was I was expressing with like a double industrial one of those industrial hospital <clears throat> pumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the one there it is and then um i'd feed her with a little bottle and then uh yeah that was kind of me for that first week and my boobs were just and they were like have a shower to try and help massage them to help cabbage leaves i walked around the maternity ward with cabbage leaves <laughs> um and it, again that's where you do find the funny side of it and i actually have i said to harry it's like take a picture of me now because obviously you still have a big bump don't you yeah. straight afterwards as well and i said look i'm not doing this because I feel awful or great I just want to remember this moment and be like this is you know this is how you felt this is what was happening and always remember where you've come from because yeah. the next, yeah. you know the next stage you think is the hardest but you've got to think I, I was you know you you guys will know you're up basically consistently with them when they're new and you have done amazingly to get to the next point whatever that may be for you so and the tiredness can get in your head as well at that point. I think it really, yeah. it, it, again, that, that can sort of send you over the, over the edge slightly because you haven't really slept properly for 12 weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's, no. You know, sleep deprivation is a form of torture for a reason, isn't it? You know, it's <laughs> like, I, it is. It's on top of everything that's happening and that's changing. You add in the fact that you're exhausted and you've got lack of sleep. And, and I think also sometimes you just feel whoever you speak to, you're like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. Don't understand. And and don't get me wrong, I know everyone's situation is different and, and some people will have it so much harder than me. Some people will have a better experience or worse experience, but sometimes people you just feel like, you know, you don't understand. You mm. don't get it, you're not going Apart from your mum, maybe. You yeah, know. yeah. So we'll be back right after this. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, where were we? 
I was actually having lunch with Gigi yesterday and um, this girl came in and her dad had, her dad had been sat there waiting for her. I think she was probably like half an hour late or something to meet him. And then she walked in with her um, car seat. She looked really stressed out. She snapped at her dad and I thought, oh my goodness, like what's, what's up with, what's going on? And then I looked at her and she had tears in her eyes oh. and, I, and I just wanted to go over and hug her. But I you think... You should have done, Gigi. Yeah, well, no, I just, I spoke to her and I said, oh, well I know, I know how that feels and we sort of had a bit of a laugh about it um but she was really short with her dad and like he didn't know what to do he looked really lost and I was just looking looking from the outside at somebody I just thought gosh you just forget like I I mean I'm eight months in with Gigi second time round, and I forgot you just forget that sort of bubble that you feel like you're in and no one else is going through it and it's only you and even your partner you think no you haven't got it as bad as me you're not as tired as me you haven't done as much as me I've changed more more nappies than you no no but I'm more tired but I'm here all the time time. and you're not you swan off and then you come back and you don't actually look at it from someone else's perspective yeah well it's very hard to in that in that moment and we have that all the time we have that conversation my a friend of mine um said to me you know now that you've had the baby the only thing you will ever argue about is who's done more yeah oh yeah I was like no we won't no we won't so true so true so true because you're trying to and and I I say to Harry sometimes I get really upset and I'm like I'm so sorry you must think I'm such a bitch like I've been I've said this to you I've said that to you I feel so ungrateful and all he's done is tried to make a cup of tea or make some food or you know do something amazing and I just haven't even had the willpower or the energy to be grateful for that and then you feel terrible and so you've got this guilt on the other side of it that happens but I think like I said, and I said to you, you know, talking about it is the best thing you can do because mm. I'm I'm shit at not I'm I don't talk about stuff, and I think the moment that you open up to other women or other guys who are dads, you know, stay at home dads who are like, it's just the longest day of your life every day. It feels like, and like I said, then you'll say, yeah, but they did this thing that was just so cute, and mm. that's that's that little bit of you that you see in them, and you're like, oh, you've created that together, and and that's- yeah, you have to keep bringing yourself back to that. Yeah. But all the other stuff in the middle of it is real, and the yeah. passive aggressiveness when you're stacking the dishwasher about who's done more has to kind of uh you have to sort of try and stop doing that if you can and actually sit down and have a conversation with your partner because god once you start getting into that who's done more business it's quite yeah it's lethal it's really lethal but yeah i get it i get it i think finding what you're good at i'm i'm terrible at cooking so harry's really good at cooking so he just takes on that role and it's amazing amazing because he really enjoys it i'm like great you do that i'll wash up absolutely fine brilliant and yeah. actually I find it funny because sometimes he's like no no I'll wash up I'm like no no you have the baby I really want to yeah, wash up do, yeah, I yeah, fucking yeah. love washing up now <laughs> I've never loved washing up so much in my and life and I'm also really fucking into hoovering as well <laughs> yeah. changing the sheets yeah. I like going yeah. for walks on my own now as well actually Harry <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> why don't we come no no I'm no, going to no. clean the shower for the seventh time <laughs> this week <laughs> yeah. I went for a run for the first time after giving birth way too early and he was like are you going to come back <laughs> Uh, maybe yeah. depends yeah. on how my run goes just give me 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> and I just I mean I just thought about the first time that when I had Axel I left him and I walked off I left him with my mum I think it was and I walked off and I felt this like freedom I yeah. can't describe it it was incredible oh, I love it. Still, do you I remember still love the fir- it. yeah do you still remember the it. first time that that you left her yeah so I I think when I went for that little jog I kind of it was a very weird feeling and I kind of had that 
I think I've never run so fast in my life because genuinely it was just like fresh air. It yeah. was just this moment, as, as you say, freedom. And then I went and played, I started playing hockey at a local club uh, a couple of weeks ago and that was like a good sort of two, three hours. Um, and Harry had a bottle ready and did all that Yay. and did the bath with her. And I came back and actually it was really nice because I could tell he really wanted it as well. He yeah. wanted that time to bond with his daughter. And for me, I was like, I'm running around a hockey pitch. Like, I don't care what happens. I don't have yeah. to worry. I don't have to think about what I'm bringing you with are- are amazing at 12 weeks to be running around a yeah. hockey pitch Laura yeah but that for me like it's I said amazing. but like I said that for me is what keeps yeah. me going it really does honestly yeah. and I know that for some people it would be way too early to do that but I believed in the fact that I exercised a lot before I got pregnant mm. and then when I found out I got pregnant I did the I had the London Marathon so I ha- ran it when I was like 12 weeks pregnant oh wow. and felt horrendous and we yeah. hadn't told anyone and I couldn't tell anyone no I think I was like 10 weeks so I hadn't got to 12 weeks yeah. yet didn't tell anyone and everyone's like, oh, you're a bit slower this year. I was like, you have no idea. <laughs> I have no oh, idea. Gosh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would have ducked out of that. Yeah, yeah. I think I would have. Uh, do you know what I think you go through as well at the beginning after you've just had a baby is a feeling um, you don't know when the right time is because people don't tell you when the right time to leave the baby is. Yeah. So lots of people have opinions on that. Oh, what, you, you you went away for the night when the baby was six yeah. weeks old? Where's the baby? Where, where's the baby? Oh, no, I've just popped out to get my nails done. Yeah, but no, where's your baby? People will always try and comment on that. So you fight that, you jostle. And I did that a lot with both of them, actually. And then you get to a point where, and, and you, you feel guilty when you mm. leave them because you're like, I should be with them, I should be with them, I should be with them. But let me tell you, <laughs> you'll be gl- glad to hear this. <laughs> As they get a bit older, you don't feel guilty no. at all. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Stepping out of the door yeah. when they're going, mommy, you're like that. Yeah. goodbye because it's absolutely okay <laughs> and it's okay now for you yeah. to have some time and any mums that are listening or parents that are listening that are like I just need an afternoon to myself go and have it yeah. Yeah. it does so much for your mental health and the feeling of like just because you've have, had a child does not mean that you have to be glued to the hip to them 24 hours a day 7 days a week yeah absolutely not- I think you're right I think you're right and if it is hard to do there's a reason it's hard to do it's because you absolutely adore that child you love them and you know so that's normal I think to feel that that way yeah um I think I've found it hard that my my parents are quite far away and my um my dad had a stroke a few years ago so we can't really do anything very hands-on or talk very well so I've found that quite hard but I think if you can rely on that whoever that is in your family that person who can be there as well yeah. to give you and your partner that time together that's really important too little date night yeah date like my mum had her for a couple of hours and we went back to Suffolk and we went to the local pub and we just had a glass of wine oh. and we had like some cheese and olives and obviously all the stuff I couldn't have when I was pregnant oh I was yeah like, this is <laughs> and it feels, do you know what as well I think um which is interesting after you have a baby you have to find new things to do together so yeah. like you used to I mean me and my husband used to eat out probably like three or four times a week I mean, that is excessive no, but, um, but it was <laughs> just us you? I'm not saying I'm like well no, t- we wow. did we did like because he used to, he was home early um he plays football he's home early you know around so in the showbiz. afternoons we used to go out like a lot for, yeah. for dinner I remember my uncle saying it to me he was like do you know what if I've got one not one regret but I didn't go out enough when before I had kids like yeah. you know just spontaneous yeah. you can eat out you can you can go out whenever you want when you don't have kids (laughs) whatever time of the day if you wake up at 2am and you fancy walking down the road you can you can go McDonald's is open yes Yes. six chicken nuggets large fries thanks I mean I still do that now (laughs) but then once you have a baby you have to find new things to do together don't you that involve 
that you can take your baby with you or it involves a bit more planning shorter shorter activities shorter activities yeah. and also like the cinema you can't go really go to the cinema not really not no. unless it's like a proper date night yeah and then you've got somebody to come in but I, I, I what I love about having kids now is that you appreciate the things that you took for granted before like you said just sitting and having a glass of wine with your partner yeah. and knowing that they that the Sorry, this is sound horrible. I do love my children so much, but knowing that the children cannot come yeah, there, yeah. to that moment and it's just you and them. They're and not in the same place. I just love it so much. Relax. And then when you get back to them, it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. That balance now is so lovely. Yeah, I know. I, I get that. I agree with you completely. I think it's really, really important for your for your mental health. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And for your sex life. And for your sex life. Oh, Jess. <laughs> Although it's like with the best will in the world, you're like, yeah, and then you have this really nice date night, and then you get home, and you're like, I'm fucking knackered. Yeah, Good just night. want to go to sleep. <laughs> and you when know. your son is, ah. looking, I got this is hysterical, but I was getting dressed the other day, and Kit bent down. Oh, yeah. I, and I was putting my knickers on, and Kit bent down and went, Grr, die Thor. <laughs> I was like, my fucking vagina is not a dinosaur. Guru, I thought, no, what what angle did you think my fanny looked like a dinosaur? I was like, oh my God, oh my God. No wonder my husband's not having sex with me at the moment. There is that thing though, because they're in the room with you as well. And you're like, is this weird? Like, I need to look the other way. And then you like, if you finish and you turn and they're like, Oh no, you don't look like they're awake. (laughs) (laughs) They saw it all. You wait until you're like doing I mean I do everything in front of them. There's no privacy. The door is never shut. I'm not everything. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Uh, on that note (laughs) Let's finish up on that, shall we? (laughs) No, yeah. Um, Oh yeah. We like to ask everybody what their five favourite products are. And considering you are right in the thick of it, the first twelve weeks, what have been your must haves? So I've got a big list here and I've had to think about what my favourite things. Um and I've tried to pick a few different things they're not all kind of necessarily actual um i don't know if this is allowed but one's not an actual product there's no rules okay you're allowed you're allowed yeah thank you um so i would say that i have a breastfeeding pillow that i genuinely thought it was given to me by a friend didn't buy it i didn't even think about it and regardless of whether you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding whatever you're doing it just takes the weight off your shoulders because and also you're so tense in those first few weeks it gives you that moment that when you are sat down and you are sat down a lot you can just relax and you can have a hand there to have your coffee or your tea or whatever your phone whatever you want to do and i think that for me has actually been a, a bit of a game changer and i didn't even think about it i didn't even know they existed um that's how much preparation so just a, just a um, breastfeed, sorry, a pregnancy pillow for breastfeeding. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's literally Breast or, just or like, it's like a table. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. like your own really? little cosy table. And oh, I just amazing. meant I had this, yeah, and I could walk around with it. I mean, it looked like a, you know, prize class. Top, what, you put but, it on you? Yeah, it just clips around your stomach. Oh, brilliant. And then it's got a little uh, pocket for your phone. It's called My Breast Friend. My uh, breast friend. Oh god. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's why I didn't want to say the name. Okay, but still, my breast friend. My, my breast, breast friend. And my bottle friend. And my bottle friend. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, I love the Walida nappy cream. The yes. natural yes. one. Yes, yes, we I love that. I absolutely love it because I did try a lot on her little mini and her bum and um, a lot of them were just way too strong for her skin and um, yeah I absolutely loved them I loved Walida because it's just natural it, you can use it all the time as well because then you worry about what you're using on the skin yeah, how exactly. much you're using it and when you're changing nappies you know left right and centre I think that's really good um, 
obviously for me the white noise she is out with it I never thought that would be a big thing so I use playlists of white noise or water or whatever it is on your phone I think that's the dream I love that um and as they get older you can buy white noise machines from Amazon so you don't have to worry about your phone being in the room with her you can just get because we we're both we were not anymore but big white noise fans oh really yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. there's one a Marpac one which is amazing it doesn't go off it just stays on continuously so yeah yeah, that's so I had um one of the the Sean the Sheep one yeah Yeah, it goes off it goes off off. we'll send you Oh, yeah. what's well, so funny though that you wake up and you know three in the morning and it's like, <laughs> and you're like oh my god, turn over. What is going One of Georgia's on? mates yeah. can't sleep without it now. No, she can't. And she, her, really? I think her youngest is like six now, and she still no. has to sleep with white noise. Even when we go out on girls' trip, she brings the white noise. <laughs> Who's in with your mate? Not me. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, and it's always me who shares with her. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say actually <laughs> it's very important, like you said, to have now you say that to have that one white noise because if you, some of the playlists as well it'll be like, yeah, oh, oh what it's, it's changed, comes, yeah, exactly. Then it's actual noise, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'd say this is number four, isn't it? I bought the LV pump. Oh yes, fantastic. Yeah. So that was one of my kind of big purchases before having her, and I actually really love it. Um, because of what you know, my job. I go on stage. I have like a sound check, and I sing. And obviously, I'm I'm back working. I was at three or four weeks went and did wow. my first gig, and the LV pump for me was something I could just have genuinely have in my bra. And yeah, one boobs look bigger than the other, but not to the point where it's really obvious. So that for me was really important that I was around you know a lot of sound men and and people working, and it just was like under the radar. Yeah. It's really quiet as well, which yeah, I love. Yeah, I loved it. It is expensive, it. but mm. I'd say it's been worth it definitely um and then the last thing was obviously guys this weekend my husband and a couple of other friends who have babies are having a wetting wetting the baby's head we need to do that so yes. we're doing that me and my friends and that's my fi- fifth thing is that when you can find the time you go with your friends anyone who's had a baby who doesn't have a baby and you go and have you have a drink i think that was yes very yes important. why is it the guys get to do that fizzy fridays fizzy, we yeah. call it fizzy fridays, fizzy fridays. Yeah. or fizzy monday tuesday wednesday yes. Thursday, Friday. every day's a fizzy day every I've never bought more of those mini bottles of wine. With a straw? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I haven't done that yet. Yeah, Yeah. nice, nice. If a day's really bad, just get the straw in and straight that. That's a very good idea. Yeah. That's why I smell like alcohol all the time. No. Um... Is that is that five? That's five. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can give you more, but yeah, <laughs> you could be here forever. Yeah. Um, one piece of advice that you wish that you'd been told, or that you want to pass on to um, a new mum, an expectant mum. Oh goodness. Um, I'd just say, I don't know. I think for for me, the best advice I've been given since having her is just to say that you're not okay and say it out loud to someone and ask for help just ask for help it's fine she's gonna be fine and or he's gonna be fine your baby is gonna be fine and just take that moment and say please can you help me please can you do this one thing for me just open up about it I think that's really important it is amazing yeah thank Thank you you so much much. (laughs) thank you thank you (laughs) you guys are the dream thank you oh wow I am so grateful for that conversation. I feel like we all needed it as well. Just like a proper reality check and like a cast your mind back to what life was like in that new ball. Yeah, day. a trip down memory lane when you think a toddler is really, really hard work. Mm. And then you remember just how tough those early days were. Yeah. I loved where she was talking about how she was kind of grieving 
her old life slightly you know she kept yeah. her hill you know I, obviously I love my baby but I love my baby but like of course you do but you can still grieve you, you know you can still pain for a life that you used to lead it, it doesn't just go yeah. away like that and you're not supposed to feel that kind of deep unconditional love straight away as well you know if she was only three months in it takes time it really does yeah of course it does and it definitely takes a lot of time to get your head around your new life and your new normal and like how different everything is it's really interesting some friends said to me the other day that um after I had my first after Luna was born I was still trying to live my old life but be a parent and then um, my best friend Tim said to me but after Kit came along you you sort of realized that you couldn't that actually the new norm you were comfortable with but it took I, I fought it for a long time like still trying to be the same person but actually be a parent you just have to go with it and you just have to be comfortable don't you with the, with the change that's happened and then maybe when they've left home you know um, should we get on with our products yes let's so I think today we're going to chat about our favorite products in lockdown what we're loving in lockdown what we're loving in lockdown um I'm going to kick things off with something that I got for Isla and Luna so it was perfect it worked for both ages six and three um it was um a fairy garden that I bought on Amazon um actually Isla told me about this apparently she's got one at her mum's as well and it basically comes in a beautiful kind of like ceramic bowl and then you get earth from if you've got a little garden or if you you know if you don't then you need to get some from the supermarket and then you basically build build a fairy garden with the stuff that they sent in the pack so you do like it's so cute like colored stones down the pathway you you can kind of like you build this little house and then right at the end when you put all the things in the fairy garden you then scatter it with um grass seeds they might have a different name um and then over two weeks they germinate that might be also the wrong thing to say yeah they've got um like these beautiful proper fairy gardens with like proper grass like like really tall beautiful wonderful grass it's really they love it and they're still loving it three weeks on that is lovely actually we've started growing a few little things like in pots and axel like can't understand why he can't watch the like the plants grow like why are they not growing and i'm like no 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 maybe you know when you wake up tomorrow maybe there'll be a little sprout he's got no patience he's definitely not going to be the next alan titchmarsh um so this is not you know not really kids not really a kiddie thing it's more of just a, a thing for the whole family but i just before lockdown i subscribed to hello fresh and i'm so glad i did i think um some of the meal um those sort of meal delivery services are still um taking on new customers so if you can get on one it's great because I loved eating out. I love eating out. Um, I love trying new food. And I think HelloFresh just mixes it up. It makes us like sort of look forward to meal times because we're going to be cooking something new. And we've all been eating exactly the same thing every night, even Gigi. And there's things that I would never have given Gigi like at this stage, but because I'm not going to be cooking anything separate, she has it. And it's, it's been really good, really enjoying it. It's, I'm not going to, um, I don't think I'll stop. We've got five meals a week at the moment. From oh, amazing. Brilliant. It's really, really good. Brilliant. It just takes, you know, takes the pressure off, you know, trying to work out what you're going to eat and having to go and sort all the ingredients. So yeah, I, I mean, love or it. just do a buffet like I do every lunch. <laughs> It's actually very nice. Um, so um, back into the garden, I have kind of done a makeshift um, sandpit for the kids. Um, when you think of sandpit, you might think of something quite big. This isn't that. I got some play sand from Tesco, which was like four quid um, when I went to do the weekly shop. Um, and I basically put it in one of like our plastic moving containers. And so Kit just, I, you know, we had like a bucket and spade and a few other bits and pieces, but I literally used two, two bags of sand and he just, he spends hours and hours and hours in there. So that kind of takes him away from the carnage. 
for a bit. Yeah, actually, a sandpit is like is yeah, fantastic. I remember Axel, probably around Kit's age, used to love diggers, and we could literally just sit him in a sandpit with a load of diggers, and he would sit there happily for yeah ages, which is what you want. <laughs> what you need. Um, this is something for the kids. So really, I reckon from three up, this is suitable for. Um, it's called the Hummer Reading App. Um, you do have to pay for it. I can't remember exactly how much it is, but it's not expensive in comparison to some of the others. Um, and it's basically like a reading program. So you go through like different levels. So Axel will do like 20 minutes or whatever every day. And he sits down with my husband and does it. But I think sometimes you don't know when, you know, you're trying to teach them their letters and their sounds and you don't know if you're doing it right because you don't know if you're doing what they do at, do at school. Like, do they teach them the name of the letter or do they teach them like, ah, the, you know, all that stuff. So um, we found even, well, how, we've been doing it for two weeks and it's been amazing actually, like how much he's come on. It's a good job actually, because I, I really want to start doing it with Luna. We've got those um, Jolly Phonics books, which she's been doing, oh, like, tracing yeah. her letters and tracing her numbers. But she, she keeps saying to me, she's like, mommy, can you teach me to read? Can you teach me to read? And I'm thinking, I don't know how to do, I mean, yeah, how, how do you I don't do know that? I've never yeah. taught a child to read before. So the answer is no, not currently. Um, so yeah, I'll check it out. Like that's what I think we were confusing him. Yeah. Like before, because we were saying like some letters we were like, you know, that's an A, this is a B, and then some of them we were calling like K and W. At the beginning, you have to go A, B, K, D, Y. Yeah. All with with Isla. We digress. Um, and then the last thing is something that I got for little Isla Bear, um, and it's called the Book of Me. And again, I got it from Amazon actually, and it was only about seven quid. And it's basically a, a really beautiful interactive journal for her, so um, she can kind of create. Um, a, a, like her own story about herself she's really she's obviously just learned to read and write as well so she wants to do it all the time um, so she puts like where she was born and you know who her mummy and daddy are and who else is important in her family and then there's pages like um, if you were to write a story or a, a novel what would it be on and this morning she was like it would be on space and it would be me and you traveling through space and she's just getting any opportunity it's quite a big book so any opportunity we're just dipping into it and trying to fill it up and she was like one day I'll be able to give this to my children it was so sweet oh, um, that's really so yeah, just grab it off um, off Amazon. We'll, we're going to do um, swipe up links to both of, well, to the things that we've mentioned in case you need Yes, them. we will. And also what Laura mentioned earlier as well. So yeah, that brings us to the end of the podcast for this week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we would love you, love you, love you to rate, review and subscribe uh, to Made by Mamas the podcast. And if you could give us a little five star review, that would be amazing. Yes, please do. Now you definitely have the time, so that is not an excuse. Um, and if you want to drop us a message at Made by Mummers or any awkward questions at Zoe Hardman. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. All right, listen, on. <laughs> we'll see you all. We'll see you all next week. We can't wait to uh, to tell you who we've got on. It's going to be a good one. See you then. Happy Easter. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. 
It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 